I'm Barbara Benjamin Creel, reading from the New York Times Upshot section. If Super Tuesday voting pattern continues, Trump will reach delegate target, by Nate Kahn. Donald Trump did not amass a majority of delegates on Super Tuesday, but he could soon. If the people in the rest of the nation vote as the Super Tuesday results suggest they would, Trump would easily amass a majority of delegates and avoid the contested convention that his opponents hope to force and win. He could even do so without wins in Ohio and Florida, the two largest winner-take-all states where he faces opponents in their home states. Trump would amass so many delegates because the rules become more biased toward candidates who win, allowing him the chance to take an overwhelming share of delegates with just a minority of the vote. It becomes easy to win lopsided delegate margins starting March 15th, when states are allowed to apportion their delegates on a winner-take-all basis. At the same time, the primary calendar doesn't become less favorable and may even become more advantageous to him, depending on which candidates stay in the race. But the results so far also indicate he could still be defeated, suggesting Trump is far from winning a majority of the popular vote. He could be denied a majority of delegates if the field narrowed to Rubio. If the remaining states vote as one would expect, based on their demographics and the results so far, Trump will defeat Marco Rubio by a margin of 37% to 25% over the rest of the race. Ted Cruz would take third place over the rest of the primary season, with 22% of the vote. These figures were calculated by weighting the candidates' projected vote share in the congressional districts, by Mitt Romney's vote in 2012, to more appropriately reflect the importance of caucuses. The actual popular vote would be worse for Cruz. Trump's 12-point lead over Rubio would translate into a huge majority of the outstanding delegates. He would be favored to amass around two-thirds of the delegates that remain. He would be favored to amass around two-thirds of the delegates that remain or around 1,100 additional delegates on top of the more than 300 delegates he already holds. It would even be enough to withstand losses in both Ohio and Florida. It's important to emphasize that these estimates aren't predictions. They assume the rest of the country will vote as it has so far, and the race could easily change. Perhaps Rubio will fade after his showing on Super Tuesday, Maybe an organized stop-Trump effort will have an effect. But the estimates nonetheless make an important point. There won't be a contested convention if things keep going as they have been. Trump would fare well in the pure winner-take-all states, as well as the states with a mix of winner-take-all by statewide vote and congressional district. Many of these states, like New York and New Jersey, are traditionally strong for establishment-backed candidates. But the results so far suggest that Trump would have a significant advantage there, as he did in Massachusetts, his best state on Super Tuesday. Trump is vulnerable in some states, and at a disadvantage in few.
He trails in just Kansas, Hawaii, North Dakota, Utah, Wyoming, Nebraska, South Dakota, and Idaho. Elsewhere, Trump holds a lead, and often a commanding one. That doesn't mean that his rivals can't or won't deny a majority of delegates to Trump. In these projections, Trump amasses a huge 856 to 56 delegate lead over Rubio from the following 16 states, Arizona, Florida, Delaware, Indiana, Montana, New Jersey, Ohio, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Missouri, California, Maryland, New York, Wisconsin, and Connecticut. That delegate edge might seem to imply that Trump is really winning big, but many of these contests are relatively close. Trump just benefits from the growing winner bias of the Republican delegate rules. Rubio would not need to make too many gains to deny Trump a majority.